Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host. Today is Wellness Wednesday on the podcast. And today, I want to talk about eating meat or specifically, eating a little bit less of it. Just to clarify, I am a meat eater, and everyone in my family is a meat eater. I am not here to poo-poo it or tell you you should really be a vegetarian or a vegan. I'm only suggesting that you consider making more of your meals each week meat-free. Why? Well, meat products have larger carbon footprints per calorie than grains or vegetable products. Turns out it takes a lot of energy to convert plants to animal protein. Also, animals raised for food emit a lot of methane from their manure, and methane is a greenhouse gas. Plus, conventionally raised farm animals are given grains that aren't those animals' natural diet, and then they're confined into small spaces. So they have upset stomachs, and then they're packed in tight together, and they tend to get sick a lot. So farmers give them antibiotics and hormones to keep them healthy and growing quickly. Those aren't good for us or the environment or the animals. Again, raising animals for meat isn't inherently bad. Having grazing animals can be a lot better for soil health than trying to irrigate land to grow crops, for example. It's just that the vast majority of meat consumed in America is raised in a conventional way without grazing. It's possible to eat meat that has been raised in a sustainable way. You can find grass-fed meat and chicken at the grocery store more and more, and you can certainly find them at your local farmer's market. The issue is, the meat from these pastured animals costs more money and they aren't always widely available. So it's a good idea for all of us to eat less conventionally raised meat and to improve the quality of the meat we do eat. When you vote with your dollars and buy sustainably raised meat, you encourage those farmers to keep going. You also inspire other farmers to make the switch so that the meat we eat takes less of a toll on the environment and on the animal's well-being and on our health. And while science is always evolving, there's evidence that no matter how high a quality the meat is, too much animal protein isn't great for long-term health. So adding in more meat-free meals is a good idea, even if you're buying the highest quality meat there is. If you're currently having no meat-free meals a week, start with just one meat-free dish. I'm trying to get us up to three meat-free meals a week in my house. It's easier in the winter, in my experience, when you can use curries, soups, and chilies that are more appealing now and less so in the summer when the grill beckons. I want to tell you about this really cool non-meat product that I found. It's kind of a meat substitute. It's not like the Impossible Burger. It doesn't look like hamburger. It's called corn, and it's spelled Q-U-O-R-N. I am not getting paid anything to tell you this. I am just a fan. Corn is a mycoprotein, which is somehow related to mushrooms. I don't know exactly what it is, honestly. It's kind of like the stem of a portobello mushroom mixed with seitan in texture. 
I buy the grounds and I use it in chili and no one can tell the difference. In fact, I made chili with it twice before I told my family and they were shocked. I've also made taco, quote unquote, meat with it for burrito bowls and once cooked it with bulgogi seasonings. Google bulgogi tacos, it's a bon appetit recipe, and served it over rice with sauteed edamame, sesame seeds, and scallions, and it was a big hit. Just a little tip from my kitchen to yours. If you want more ideas on meat-free meals, a cool cookbook to check out is Jamie Oliver's Veg, V-E-G. His food is always scrumptious, and in recent years, he cares a lot more about making his recipes simple and fast, too. It's a little bit of an investment. The sticker price is $35, but think of how much money you'll save by not spending money on meat. What are your favorite meat-free meals? I'd love to hear, or better yet, see a picture. Use the Contact Kate button on BeABetterPersonPodcast.com to tell me about your favorite meat-free meals, or post a pic on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook with the hashtag BetterPersonPod. And now I've got to go home and make some pesto pasta. It's delish and no meat. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 